Hello and welcome to episode number 21 of Fitness Unraveled, the show that motivates, educates and unravels a confusing online health and fitness space. I'm Jess Lockwood, a certified personal trainer and nutrition coach within the online space, hoping to be that fire behind you to encourage you in making a better decision or just to smile knowing that you've got whatever life throws at you today. So there has been a big update and those that follow me on Insta will know that I got into the Gold Coast Marathon in July for this year. It's a really big shift for me as the last run on my Strava was January the 8th, 2023. So I really am going to need to step up my game over the next six months or so if I want to be in a good chance of hitting the time that I want to hit. And I mean, I know that it's one thing crossing the finish line, um, but it's another getting a time that I really want to get. And I think I really need to let go of this whole time thing because you have no idea how it's going to go on the day. But I guess if I can spend every day until then giving my 100%, whatever that looks like, then I'll be happy. And I'll know that I couldn't have done any more. So the thing is, I really love resistance training and lifting weights in the gym. So getting this balance right is proving tough, but I'm feeling as though I've got it good so far. So I'm just now, so this is going into week four of my marathon training, and I can say that I have already learned so much, and I can't tell you enough, guys, the immense joy that running is giving me alongside my experience so far of the running community is unmatched to anything that I've experienced before. Runner's high has become a true addiction of mine and I just hope that I can keep it all up until race day. The challenge is also going to be running in the heat of Asia and finding routes in a continent that isn't really made for pedestrians but we move and I guess what I've come to realize already so early on is that it's all about the journey and it's not necessarily about the the race itself. Anyway, that was a big blab of a journal entry from my thoughts to podcast, but I love keeping it real on here. And since running has become a big part of my life so suddenly, and I know it's taking social media by storm, I wanted to give my own tips of how I'm balancing my runs with my lifts. And I've got 10 tips for getting started with your hybrid training routine. So without further ado let's get to it okay so one is be realistic 35 percent of goals failing is because they were too unrealistic to stick to in the first place when you have a new goal in mind or in this case you think wow yes i really do want to start a more hybrid approach lifting and running together it's going to be amazing and i'll be on the journey to my fittest self All you want to do in this moment is give it everything you've got. Your motivation levels are high because it's shiny and new. At the moment, you may be averaging three sessions per week at best post-Christmas, but you make a promise to yourself you're going to get in three runs and four to five gym sessions per week. You know what? I'm genuinely all for pushing yourself, and there is nothing to say that you might be in the small percentage of people that can genuinely keep this up. You may be able to keep up the sudden increase in activity for two weeks, maybe even six weeks, but we want lifestyle changes here for the long term and the sheer amount of sessions here could lead lead to burnout. 
looking at the statistics and wanting to put yourself in the best place possible for starting your hybrid journey. It's to look at what you're already doing and strategically structure your week so you are putting in just the right amount of effort so as you're not to be edging on to burnout but also you want to be challenging yourself and you have to remember that running is super high impact on the body and so adequate recovery and timings between sessions with your gym training as well is going to be really important for your health in the long term two keep track of your progress 33% of goals failing is because they didn't keep track of their progress. Something a lot of us overlook, and I definitely made the mistake of doing this and sometimes continue to make this mistake due to feeling as though it's not important. However, that couldn't be further from the truth. Keeping track of your progress in your runs and your workouts is important for two things. One, keeping you motivated and consistent. Two, ensuring you're improving with each workout. Of course, there are going to be days, weeks or months that you're not going to be getting PBs due to, well, life. And that's totally fine. However, the majority of the time, if you're fueling yourself properly and you're getting enough sleep, then you are going to always want to be moving the needle forward. Track your weights, reps and sets in the gym. I personally use an app called Rep Count. It's free and does the job. And then track your runs through an app on your phone. I use Strava. Again, it's free. This way, you can always be sure you're making progress or when you know you're hitting personal bests. Otherwise, you'd just aimlessly be moving forward without truly knowing if you're improving. Progressive overload in the gym is also going to be super important at this time as we don't want you losing any of the muscle whilst you're running. So being intentional with your lifting heavy and you're increasing wherever you can on your lifts is going to be really important for your hybrid journey. Three, remind yourself every day of your goals. Again, this could also be seen to be a little woo-woo, but it really does make a difference to your overall consistency and motivation. And the thing is, when going hybrid, every session matters much more because having the perfect balancing act with the different workouts is going to be crucial. And if you're missing too much of one over the other, it's going to be detrimental to the journey. That's why looking at all the ways we can be as consistent as possible is extra important. So keeping your goals at the top of your mind is key. It's going to help you stay motivated and remind you of the reasons why you're doing what you're doing. Only you are going to know this and it's going to be personal to each and every one of you, but it will be more than just lose weight or get fit. Dig deeper and ask yourself why. Three, four or five more times if you really want to get to the main crux of it all. And once you're aware of your why, it's going to be an intrinsic goal. It's going to be powerful. Reminding yourself of this each day when you wake up, keeping it on your phone, set a vision board as your wallpaper. And just as a reminder as to why you're on this journey, it's a powerful tool to help keep you going on the days you really don't want to show up. Four, keep it simple. Don't overcomplicate. This kind of relates back to point number one with being realistic. Simple is realistic. Having non-conflicting goals is realistic. And one of 10 people make too many conflicting goals, which result in failure. 
So we want to keep things simple and we want to focus on a couple of new things at one time so as to not overwhelm ourselves. And I just want to put it out there as well that the internet, Instagram, TikTok, podcasts, etc, etc, make everything seem so complicated. Yes, there's a lot of things to take into consideration, depending on the person and the situation. However, we need to cut out all of the fluff and the bullshit at the beginning and focus on the bare minimum, the non-negotiables. Once you've nailed the routine, the consistency, the non-negotiables... Can you then look to refine things, tweak things and tune into your most athletic self? It's simply not going to happen right at the start and nor should it. This time is all about finding what works for you, your schedule, hitting your workouts and the days that you should, making sure you're eating the right amount for you around your training sessions, getting enough sleep and making sure you're hydrated. And I know for a lot of people, they just don't want to hear that because it's not sexy. It sounds boring, but this is the genuine truth. Once these are all ticked off and you're consistent for 30 days or so, then you can start looking further into how to maximize nutrition benefits, looking at supplements, nailing your mobility routines. Five, have a tailored program to fit your life and schedule. This is probably my most important tip. It's to not fall into the comparison trap. We hate the comparison trap. It is so toxic and we want nothing to do with her, okay? Your schedule, your life commitments, your struggles, your strong points, your family, your living situation is not the same as Jane's on Instagram. It is so easy to look at other people on social media and the things that they're achieving. I was actually speaking with a client the other day and she was saying that she struggles to stay consistent because she wants her workouts to be first thing in the morning because she knows it would really set her day up well and by the evening she has too much on and doesn't want to be in a crowded gym. Usually, though, when she does miss her self-given 8am gym slot, she just doesn't go at all in the day and wait, wait until the next morning. It's just like a vicious cycle and she never ends up going. So we spoke about her schedule and she's actually just graduated, so is looking for a full-time job with nothing much else on in the day. So I suggested if she struggles so much with her 8am slots but likes the morning still, why not go at like 10am? Have yourself a nice enjoyable morning, take your dog out, have a nice breakfast. By 10am, you'll definitely be up and awake. You won't be stressed whether you'll make it on time and the gym will be nice and quiet after the morning rush. And we came to the conclusion that all she was doing before was thinking that because everyone else was getting it done at 6am or 7am before their working day started, that this was the only way. So when you sit and you really look at your own schedule, match your own energy and with the time that you have, Know the time that you have available and you can make the best plan for you. Yes, a lot of the time in the mornings is good, but I also know people that thrive off an evening session. It's just totally individual. Six, make sure you have the right gear. This mainly goes for the shoes, okay, because if we're going to be scaling up the mileage, then your trainers are going to need to be right for you. Um, running trainers and lifting trainers are actually very different when you're lifting heavy weights you want the trainers to have a fairly flat sole so that when you're lifting a weight then the trainers don't destabilize you this is why you see people lifting in vans converse or even without shoes it's so that your feet are completely flat to the floor 
And if you lifted in running trainers, then the sole would be too bouncy and might throw you off balance when lifting in the gym. I would advise having a pair of trainers for the gym and a pair of running shoes separately. Or if you're like me and you've adapted to island life, then it's going shoeless in the gym when lifting, which I'll be honest, I definitely wouldn't do much of if I was back in the UK. I definitely wish I took this advice on more seriously as it's only week four of my training and I have two bruised toenails and they are definitely going to fall off. That's not a vibe and I'll definitely need to get a new pair of running trainers half a size bigger. Also, things I didn't necessarily realise I would need are things like a running belt or bag. This is definitely a must, otherwise you're carrying your phone in your hand or like me, you're running around like a weirdo in your shoulder bag, which is just completely impractical and not a vibe. The thing is with your running gear, it's very much trial and error. And when you're doing your weekly long runs, it's quite useful. Like I'd make a note of things that are annoying me or that pops into my head that I might need moving forward and going from there. But so far, it's been a running vest or bag situation and new running shoes half a size bigger. Seven, start taking your nutrition seriously. Under eating is not the vibe for hybrid training, that's for sure. As you'll be taking your body through a ton more physical output, it will need fuel for you to be able to function normally without things like brain fog, mitigating cravings and to help you maintain as much muscle as possible. The focus here is going to be on carbs around your training sessions in order to restore your energy and blood sugar levels alongside a high protein diet throughout the whole day for muscle retention and to promote recovery. This with ensuring you're fully hydrated to make sure you're optimally functioning and recovering properly is key. Side note here, I would be careful if you're looking to start training hybrid in terms of like a fat loss perspective, it can go wrong in two ways. Firstly, with the additional running and cardio, you're going to feel such increased hunger levels, much more than what your body actually needs. So if you're going to be going off your hunger and fullness cues, it could actually be misjudged easily and you could easily overeat, actually resulting in weight gain. Uh, Secondly, if you go the complete other way and you over-restrict with all the cardio, yes, you will lose weight, but you're also going to be losing muscle at a rapid rate as well, which isn't ideal. In this case, I would really recommend some individual coaching advice as from the workouts to the exact goals, to your experience, to your nutrition requirements are going to be so different from person to person, even if it's for a couple of months, just so you have a head start with the direction and the knowledge, then it's going to be worth it. And I actually have taken on a couple of new clients this week with the sole purpose of hybrid training. And there are three spots left for a promo I'm running over the next 10 days with 60% off for three months of coaching. So if you want to have a chat about it, the link is in the link to my website is in the show notes. Okay. Number eight is you will have to dial in on your workouts for best results. As I've mentioned previously, we are going to need to be careful with minimizing the amount of muscle loss. I'd therefore say now more than ever, you're going to have to push the weights to what feels completely uncomfortable. You need to push so hard that you don't think you can manage the last two reps. If you're lifting weights to the point where you could do two to four or more reps after the set is finished, then the weight needs to be increased. 
I always think for every single session I do, right, if it's weights or run, I want to give my absolute 100% to that workout. Because no matter how it goes, you can't be annoyed because you know that you couldn't have done better and you didn't cheat yourself. So with this as well, I'd recommend in terms of like strength and stuff that you don't do more than 10 reps in a given set and that you focus entirely on your strength because you're already getting your endurance benefits through the running. And as a reminder to you girlies that thinking lifting heavy is going to make you bulky, it takes years and years of training to get muscular. The bulky look also a lot of the time is genuinely just the amount of fat over the muscle. So it's nothing to be worried about. Nine, remember there will be good and bad days. Some days you're just going to wake up, your bed is going to be so comfy and the last thing you want to be doing is getting up before work to go on a run or get a gym session in or you're planning on getting it done after work and it's dark, cold, even raining outside and the thought of exercise is complete and utter dread. I'm going to be honest, there will of course be room for these days and you don't have to be hitting 100% every single workout to get results course not but and this is a big but if you're getting frustrated okay this is probably one of the most important takeaways to any of this that I will always 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 remind myself of if you're getting frustrated and upset for thinking that you're working really hard you're eating clean etc most of the time but you're not seeing the results that you want to see in the mirror, you have to remember you put in 70%, you get 70%, you put in 90%, you get 90% results, you get out what you put in. So don't be upset with the results that you didn't get for the work that you didn't do. And I know that's going to be quite a big reality check for a lot of you. It really was for me when that sunk in. (laughs) Okay, and number 10, have something to work towards. Honestly, this works like a treat. Sign up for something that you can work towards. Get excited about the event. It's going to give you a whole wave of continuous motivation if you have something where it's like, well, I kind of have to do it if I'm going to be running X on this date or something along those lines. Like think a 10K, half marathon, push the boat out for a marathon if you're feeling wild even a 5k park run if you're feeling very new to running. It's not compulsory, obviously, but it definitely does give that extra push on the days that you can't be bothered. Okay, so that's all my 10 tips to getting started with hybrid training. Let me run through them all again quickly. Be realistic. Keep track of your progress. Remind yourself every day of your goals. Keep it simple and don't overcomplicate. Have a tailored program to fit your life and your schedule. Make sure you have the right gear. Take your nutrition seriously. Dial in on your workouts for best results. Remember there will be good and bad days and have something to work towards. 
Okay. Thank you so much for listening. If you do have any questions or want to know more about working with me one-on-one, head to my website link in the show notes or catch me on Instagram at Jessica Lockwood. I'd absolutely love to hear from you. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to follow along so you can be notified whenever a new episode becomes available. I really do appreciate your time and I'll see you next time.